I let the chick into the uh, section, but not her homeboy or her date that she was there with. Um, (laughs) 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 So she came and sat with us and I'm like talking, laughing in her ear. We're drinking and everything like that. And dudes on the outside (laughs) kind of on the, on the, you know, dance floor kind of chilling or whatever. She goes back out there, hangs with them a little bit and then comes back. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join with my co-host, Buff and Rizy, or Vacation and Rizy, bro. Uh, you look very comfortable-ish. What's going on with you? Where, where are you at? Where yeah, be you? Yeah, so I'm, I'm in uh, LaGrange, Georgia, at the Great Wolf Lodge. So, you know, it's spring break as we record. And um, the kids just really wanted to do something, and, and I have not been letting them do anything uh, because of COVID. And so I just went ahead and broke down and told them, yeah, we can come. Um, It's pretty cool. If you don't know what Great Wolf Lodge is, it is like an indoor water park theme park type thing and a hotel all uh, rolled into one. So you pay for the hotel room and you get access to the water park and everything for uh, actually two days if you stay one night. So you can come the day you check in, you can do the water park that day. Then the day you check out, you can do the water park that day. So, so you know, for a guest. That, 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 it's no, that's, that's 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 the kind of cool part. It, it is. It's kind of expensive for the room, but they don't charge you per guest. Okay. Uh, and so to them, it's it's up to the capacity of the room. So it makes sense if you have like a larger family to come to something like this, because it's actually cheaper to come here than it is to go to the water park or go to Six Flags for, you know, a family of five or a family of six. Um, you can come here, pay for the room, you get a hotel room, you get the water park, uh, you know, and everything all rolled into one. So it, it is pricey, but it's not if you come as a group. Now, if, you know, it's just you and one other person or, you know, you and one kid, then yes, it doesn't make sense because the rooms are 400, 500 a night. But when you think about the admission Lex. to the theme park and everything else, <laughs> then uh, it makes kind of sense. So I am uh, sitting in the kids' little uh, cubby area uh, as we record, and I'm trying to make them be quiet in the main part of the hotel room. So that was this was the, only, the quietest spot I could find. It's funny you said that because I was looking at it. Uh, we we got vaccinated. We took our first round of vaccination maybe two weeks ago, and we go back um, next Friday. So good Friday. So I was like, okay, give myself two weeks. Cause that's what they, I guess they tell you this about two weeks after the vaccine, you should be fully kicked in. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was thinking about doing something right around that time. Um, pre Miami, but, uh, and I was looking at it, but it's just for me, I have to think about TJ being not even two, mm-hmm. you know, how much fun can he have there? I've I've got a video. He actually probably could have a good bit of fun. They've got like a splash pad, you know, Pirate's Cove kind of feeling uh, uh, to one part. Um, And then they have a wave pool that, you know, kind of goes down. And so when you think about it, you know, he can go in and splash in the the shallower parts of the the wave pool. Uh, So he probably have a good bit of fun. 
They're um they're doing a really good job of social distancing okay. now. We went to the beach um, this summer and he mm-hmm. was uh boy, he's a beast. Oh, like, is he? He uh he wants he wants to run off like, oh water, bam, I'm gone. He's taking <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, so no, I think he'll have he'll, it'll it'll be just fine for him. And and they have, you know, the little puddle jumpers and, and life vests and stuff. So you can throw those on him. So worst case scenario, okay. if he goes too far, he's he's just gonna float. So not not a big deal. Because they're they're limiting like how many people can go, like only like four families can get in a wave pool at a time. Um, you know, the line to all of the um like, you know, attractions and drops and stuff, or you know, you have your socially distanced lines. Everybody has to wear masks uh, in the common areas and everything. So it's 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 you know as safe as you're gonna get and still be able to uh, kind of have fun uh, and let the kids roam that's, around. That's good to know. I mean, we were looking. I was looking at that probably a month ago because we had spring break last week, and then I just said I'll wait till we're fully vaccinated. Um, and I was looking at looking at possibly going to Dallas because ours is in Dallas and great out well outside of Dallas and Grapevine. I was thinking about maybe just getting a nice hotel and doing a Legoland and the zoo or something like that. But by the way you said, I mean, at this point it might be cheaper still going to great wolf, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it is what it is. Don't want to talk about, take that up too much time, take too much time up that, uh, anything else going on with you, Rizzy? No, nah, man, that's about it. Um, enjoy, enjoying the trip. Actually, I took vacation this whole week and and, and I needed rare. it. I, I didn't think I needed it. Yeah, it's rare for me to take vacation, but I actually didn't work. Well, uh, my boss listens to this, so let me not lie and say that like, I just didn't work because she caught me on some chats and stuff when I was actually working. But I mean, I, I worked a lot less than I usually do. So that's still progress for me. Yeah, I think I'm gonna take a week off when we go to Miami. I think I'm gonna just take the rest of that week off. So, uh, what's going on with you, Buff? Good. The three of us going to finally be in the same area again. That's, that's what's up. Yeah. Miami. Miami and we'll be months. vaccinated. Yeah. So, so, so what's, what's the, what's the strip club down there now? Since uh, we're fully vaccinated. I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. trying to get me in trouble, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, I got I got Z bit. Look, if, if Tabitha cool with going to the strip club, I know Z cool with it. All right, All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk into it. Yeah. We'll peer pressure her. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is that um? Is it King of Diamonds? Is that what it is? I think they closed. Oh, KLD closed down. Oh, yeah, bro, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really a strip club person. I go. I'll go with the group. Just yeah, just for fun and giggles. But I'm not really like all it makes me do is want to go move somebody. So it's like it's it's pointless. That's what yeah. King of Diamonds did when I when I went. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, ain't nothing going on with me, man. Uh, Dragon Dragonfly Jones on Twitter. He posted uh, how I think it's his cousin or somebody, but he was trying to tell his younger cousin how dope Ford Expeditions were in the 90s. Like, Ford, it's, it's nothing now. But it made me think, Rozzy, of our <laughs> getting shot at story <laughs> in the expedition. <laughs> 
he brought some old boys from Birmingham to Mobile, man. It's just like their first time ever coming to Mobile. And they got shot at. Let <laughs> me guess. What, what are you, welcome, a Pritchard? Welcome to the 251, homie. <laughs> Y'all want a Pritchard? No, no, no. Speaking of, go, speaking of clubs, we was trying to go to uh, Club 500. Or was it on fire? On fire, yeah. Yeah. Where is that at? Yeah. Which one was we, that? We, we, got a, we got a picture in that club, matter of fact. All of is that me, Bruce, Dara, Allison. Remember that picture? I sent it to you. I still got it. It's like, oh, Wendell. Wendell is in there. Wendell's in it. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It, I mean, the story is hilarious, though. It's he didn't even make it in the club. I think yeah, so. We, yeah, we didn't make it. We didn't it make it in the club. Like, we, we, we drove around, parked. <laughs> got out like we was like yeah this is about to go you know we in college so we, we you know we we ready to kind of semi ball out and everything we walking up and all we see is like this dude running and we like what's going on and he right. runs like by us and he's like he's like go 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 and we like what's going on and so then yeah, we see white like another yes. dude no no I mean viral step too we we didn't know what was going on so we kind of froze and then all we saw was a, a trunk pop and a chopper saying, <laughs> we ran back to the car. No, we actually did run back to the car. When he told us that, we got back I, in the I car. Don't, I don't think we got out the car. I think we were still in the car. And he talking about we froze. He was the driver. I, ain't nothing I could do but just get down. <laughs> and something was wrong with the oh. expedition. So you couldn't No, like... it was turned on. It was turned on already. <laughs> but I couldn't hear. But I, I didn't know that it wasn't turned on. Like, I thought it was off because, yeah, we hadn't got out the car yet, but we were about to get out. And so, but the car was still on and we saw the dude running and he was like, you know, like, get out, get out, get out, go. And uh, then we heard the chopper start singing and I couldn't hear the, the engine over the gunfire. So I thought the car wasn't on yet. So I'm yeah. trying to crank it up, but it's already crunked. <laughs> While I'm leaned over. And, and, and ducking. <laughs> because the dude that was so getting shot at, he's by the expedition. So the dude that was shooting is shooting in our direction. <laughs> we lucky. <So, laughs> yes. I, I finally figured out that the car is on already. Throw it in reverse. Pull out of the... Uh, the the parking spot, and we we head out. But man, that joke was hilarious. After I'm surprised that. we didn't have any bullet holes in the expedition. So if you if you listen to this <laughs> with one of your with one of your youngins, youngins, listen up. The Ford Expedition, that was the ride. Okay. Yes. Cash, Cash Money made a song, Cutlass Money, Carlos and Regals to Suburban's Expeditions with the TVs playing. That was the ride. Yeah, we and called it the tank. Yeah, yeah, that's all I got. Right. Um. Well, I'm, I'm going to play some catch up. So I've been meaning to say this for a minute. I f- with Silk Sonic, dog. I'm ready for them to drop an album. Yes. Like, I'm ready for these guys to drop an album. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to drop an album. I'm going to like, if they can, if they can be featured and have somebody like Gnarls Barkley open, like, I would just love to see a concert like that. I feel like it would be a dope concert, but. Silk Sonic. Yeah, I mean, so you 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 had to think if you put Silk Sonic on tour, you automatically have Bruno Mars and you have um what's his name? Oh oh man, I can't remember now. Um, uh, Anderson Pack. So you got Anderson Pack and his uh his whole discography. You've got Bruno Mars and his. 
I'm sure Silk Sonic and the band actually has some good songs on there. So really, you probably can have a small local or artist openers and then have them and they can do their own uh, tour with just them. That's three headliners or two headliners. Uh, then you add Silk Sonic in there as a headliner. So three headliners and then just some opening acts, local opening acts. That'll be a tour for the ages, man. So I, I, I can't get Gnarls Barkley. You're just going to cancel my, 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 my concert that I want? I mean, no, I'm just saying you can get them. I'm just but, like, I mean, you, you just told you me what, I, what my con- as a promoter, as a promoter, the promoter might not throw it in there because they already got three kind of. I got it. Yeah, my dreams. That's cool. Um, <laughs> what else? This is us this week. Crazy. Um, did you watch it, Rosie? I haven't seen it yet. I've okay. been, you know, kind of with the kids and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It, it actually made uh, I almost called you because there's a they talk about Nikki more uh, the the the, oh, the brother really? yeah mm-hmm. so um, kind of some PTSD some things and how you you know um, how we talk about compartmentalizing things so very interesting so uh, maybe we want to reach out to you what else I got going on well we can't go too far without mentioning your boy Derek Jackson. So I don't want to spend too much time on it, but it's been as it seems like every week we have something to distract us or highlight us. But I I haven't even watched the video of his his wife or his video of of him. Did he critique his own video? Is that what the dude did? Yes. Talked about himself in the third person like he wasn't the person in the video he was talking about. Hilarious. Oh, but he took it down. I heard. Um, It just it was just it was. It was crazy how people were talking about him. And then when his wife came out with their video, they went on her and it was just it was just a whole whole situation. I probably listened to, you know, they were talking about how she looked. But man, I listened maybe 20 seconds on her of her talking. She was so preachy. I couldn't get past it. Like she was way. I I feel like one, this happened a long time ago in their relationship, and folks are kind of judging her like she just found out about it. So I think that was a little bit of it. But I really feel like it it was a little bit of her trying to, or them trying to get this book sold. I feel like it either got leaked by them or something like that. Like I I feel like this is a, a setup. I really don't feel like, you know, this makes sense. But I don't know, because they, they, they said that his current mistress just dropped um, a video, too. Oh, so so he, he got, it's like all kinds of drama happening with them. Him got two chicks? Him got like three chicks. He had two previous that everybody knew about. And they say he has a current mistress now that I guess just came up and she, she started dropping tea. Uh, a little bit as well. So, yeah, dude, dude's just a cheater. I, I, I think that's really what it comes down to. He's a successful guy, and he felt like he could have his cake and eat it too, and you know, got caught. That's really what I, I, I just feel like it's uh, one thing about it is I, I do feel like people have to understand that you can give good advice and not follow your own advice. Like, I think a lot of the stuff he said made sense, and it was actually really empowering to women that issue comes in and he just didn't practice what he preached, which a lot of people do. So, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I probably listened to him two minutes of him talk and it was always annoying. Um, hey, it's man, very annoying for us. 
Why yeah. was it annoying? What made it annoying? I don't know. I feel like he was pandering way too much. Mm. Like, I don't feel like um, it, it was almost like one of those self-help book type device. You know, it was I don't think it was real life, real situational advice. And he was just super judgy. Like he I felt like he was male bashing. And I'm fine with calling dudes out on their shit. I think we do it all the time. But I think his 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 agenda was trying to appease women rather than just saying, like, look, you know what I'm saying? This is what you need to do. This is what's going on. Hey, you can take it or leave it. It was kind of like, I don't know. He, he annoyed me. But I, well, we've been talking about him for three, three, four minutes. I'm over this guy. Anything else, fellas? One other thing. Oh, go ahead, Buff. Oh, I was going to say, I saw Rosario Dawson again yesterday. How do you want me to approach her for you? Like, like I got to kind of like, because like, Senator Booker is always with her. So I got to like find a way to distract him. And then what is it that you want me to say to her for you? Um, Just lie to your number or... Yeah, like, you know, I don't know. Be like, hey, if he ever Daryl Jackson's you, <laughs> Wow. Wow. Is Sophie going to give us a joke today, Rosie? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I think um she can. Uh, but before we uh, get into that, I did want to, you talk a little bit about PTSD. I want to shout out my homegirl, Rakaya. She, um, we were just talking about not going and being ready to have these vaccines and be able to go back out and, you know, hang out and stuff like that. And, and how limited or how many times we've actually like gone and sat in restaurants and things like that and just had kind of a normal meal. And she was saying she's only been once and she really couldn't enjoy it because, of she was just kind of really worried, right. About the the COVID and everything else. And I told her that that was a perfect analogy for people who suffer PTSD and how they feel with hypervigilance. And I'm like, so I was like, you know, welcome to PTSD world and how hypervigilance works. It's like, you can't enjoy yourself because you're so worried about other things. And so you can't be present and super hard. So anybody that's listening out there, if you ever wanted to kind of at least be able to identify and, and feel a little bit of what somebody who's suffering from hypervigilance feels. Kind of think about that if you've ever been during this COVID thing, kind of going somewhere and just not feeling comfortable and not, you know, looking at who doesn't have their mask on and why don't they have the mask and saying, hey, you're too close to me and, and back up and things like that. That's what soldiers and, and people who are suffering from PTSD feel constantly. Um, so maybe, you know, that can just give you a little bit of empathy towards them um, that, that that's what they feel even after this once vaccines and you get back to kind of what your normal life looks like they don't get to just go back and so you know shout out to all the brothers and sisters that are going through this um, you know and brothers and sisters in arms and anybody who's um, dealing with PTSD even on uh, any other things rape victims anything like that um, you know we, we get it and we understand uh, I definitely do so just wanted to throw that out there yeah, it's tough because you it, the, the biggest thing is you'll never see the world again the same way in normal situations. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing is like it's normal situations. 
you know, when the threat level was elevated, I go, I went to, I go into super threat level vigilance mode. You know, it could be something simple as somebody just, you know, speaking to me too loudly, like, okay, you know, it, I, 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 it can be taken to another level. I remember I've gotten a lot better, but I remember when I first got back, that was just really, really bad. And, um, large crowds, nah, closed rooms. I need to know where the exit is. The the other exit, who's by the exit, who's walking in. Yeah, that was bad. Where's my uh my my goddaughter? Is she coming with us today or are you gonna let her enjoy a vacation? Yeah, yeah. We we got it. Hold on one second, let me grab her. Hey Sophie. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, are, we, are we interrupting your vacation? No. Okay. You, like you know what I'm this. you oh, know what okay. I'm about to talk about, right? Yes. How I never invite you to anything. You have a <laughs> you have a whole vacation, Sophie. A whole vacation that you didn't even think about inviting me to. How do you feel about that, Sophie? <laughs> yeah, it's funny, huh? Yeah, it's funny. Funny, ha <laughs> ha. Okay, Sophie. You know, I'm not going to say I'm upset with you. I'm just saying I'm upset in your direction. <coughs> and that's funny, too. No, 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 no. I'm, I can never be upset with you. I'm just upset in your direction. <laughs> okay. So you got a good joke for us today? Yeah. Yeah. Give it to me. Well, why couldn't the green pepper practice archery? Um, why couldn't the green pepper practice archery? You guys give up? Hold on, Sophie. Hold on. (laughs) Shooting. I got nothing, Sophie. I got nothing. Because it didn't have any (laughs) abanera. I got it. (laughs) <laughs> it did have album year. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Oh, man. I love the older girl. I know I probably say that every week. People prob- might get tired of me saying it, but love that little girl. So what's crazy, and I couldn't script this any better myself. Buff's question is the perfect segue to my question. So... I'm kind of open like this. Guy's been taking L's recently. Just everybody's been taking L's. But I saw this post and it made me think. So we all know, know, or maybe have been that 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 guy, that asshole, that Rizzy who wants to slip Rosaria Dawson his number in front of Cory Booker. <laughs> we might we might have been that guy ourselves, or we might know that guy. So just assume we know that guy. So somebody made this post. Y'all, I'm out on a date with this guy and another guy at the table paid for our bill and left me his number with the waiter. LOL. Disrespectful. So I guess it's a (laughs) two-part question. How was Buddy on the date supposed to react? And what is the grimiest or most disrespectful thing you've done or that you've seen somebody else do because you might not want to incriminate yourself in a similar situation. 
I want to say, I think this was several years ago. Uh, Rosie, help me pronounce her last name. Jamie Bonfiglio. I think yeah, she Bonfiglio. I think she posted this, man, and she called it uh, you know, big eggplant energy. Uh for the for the for the sense version. She didn't say eggplant though. But um it's so many, as Rosie always says, there's so many, it's not black and white, it's so many nuances to this. Like it depends. If they're just on a date, they're not like even a couple, they're just dating. I mean, if it's me and somebody, some dude pay because he paid for the whole bill, right? Yes. Not just her meal, the whole bill. Appreciate it, homie. <laughs> <laughs> so you got an eggplant, you got an eggplant back, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? I wasn't gonna order this henny privilege, but not if buddy didn't pay. You want something to drink? <laughs> so you know, appreciate it. Because at that point. Ain't no sense of getting mad. I mean, she if she likes that type of behavior from another man, cool. If not, cool. I I know how to go along with it, man. I'm not I'm not about to make a scene about it. But um, the grimiest thing I've seen or done. Uh, let me let me answer that part after Rosie answers the first part. Hopefully, I think of something pretty good. Um. So you guys know that I. I I like being in the VIP section. It's kind of something that, you know, one, my PTSD, I can't kind of be in the general crowd. Well, it, 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 you got to answer the first question. The, the, how you, how you going to handle it? Oh, how am I going to handle that? Yeah, definitely. Like Byron said, I mean, I, I, I could care less. I don't care if it was me and my wife and somebody did that. Like, <laughs> like, I, <laughs> Because I, but because like you say, you know, you gotta have that, that big eggplant back. Like I, I, I am comfortable in what I bring to the table, my worth, and everything. If dude want to try to flex like that, cool. That's all well. We just ate free. She's still walking out with me. Like, and if and and the other part about that is if we're just on a date or something like that, and she don't walk out with me, and she go over there with him, oh well, I had a free meal, well. and I and I dodged the bullet. From a gold digger. Yeah. So it is what it is. Either way it goes, I'm good with it. Okay. So, uh, I, okay. Oh, so so back to my grimy, my griminess um, story. So I, I think, you know, like I said, I, I, I like VIP. And so I remember being in a club, having a table and a section. Um, and, you know, it was like a group of folks that I knew. Um, and I was trying to get at one of the chicks. And so I let the chick into the uh, section, but not her homeboy or her date that she was there with. Um, (laughs) 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 So she came and sat with us and I'm like talking, laughing in her ear. We're drinking and everything like that. And dudes on the outside, <laughs> kind of on the on the you know dance floor, kind of chilling or whatever. She goes back out there, hangs with him a little bit, and then comes back <laughs> to hang with us. So the whole night, this kind of goes on where she's kind of hanging with us as much as she's hanging with him. Um, and yeah, eventually I got the number, and um, you know we we linked up later on. But um, it was just we linked up. I, that's what the youngsters calling it these days linking up (laughs) but um 
Yeah, it was, it was it was one of those things where I was like, she knew what it was. I was like, you can come, but uh, no, nah, he can't. It is what it is. I'm, I pay too much for this to have some random dude. Like, it, either you stay out with him, or you can come hang out. That's your choice. Did you pour? Did you uh, do a champagne shower on her, bro? No, no, I didn't do that because you oh, know I'm too okay. cheap. I, I ain't wasting champagne like that. So my question is, <laughs> I guess my follow-up question: What was his energy like? Um, you could tell he was salty. Uh, you know, from the simple fact that he kind of, you you know how the, those folks kind of hover right outside of the rope. Um, yes, kind of, kind of, kind of looking, looking over his shoulder, like trying, trying to keep his back to us and and look out into the crowd or whatever, and try to feel the vibe of the club. But you know, he just kind of looked back with that. Um, I don't know if you watch All American, but everybody kind of joke at Kook. And how she looks when she does something wrong, like he gives you that look uh, where it's like, I, I want to be in there too. Can y'all let me in? And um, we were like, No, you're not coming in. So he did that like all night. So all night, he ain't hit on other chicks or nothing. Nah, because I guess you know it was his. He was there with his lady. That nah, wasn't his lady. She was our lady. <laughs> At that exactly. point, <laughs> like, bro, I always have a, I always have a backup play. Like you. I got to match your energy. Uh, Buff, you, you got your story yet? Or you want me to come up, bring mine? It's not really. I mean, it's it's kind of different. It's actually, yeah, I, it's not quite in line with what you're asking. But I do remember going to Dolphin Street movies. I'm going to leave names out of this. But I went to Dolphin Street movies and to see Sunset Park. Horrible movie, by the way. From what I remember, maybe it was a good movie, but I ain't really paying no mind. Um but I had invited one young lady to the movie, but I didn't know that uh, Tabitha, who I was not in a relationship with, but liked, was also trying to go to the movie with me. And she asked after, and I said, yeah. And I forgot to cancel with the other. You forgot? And the other was there and saw me and Tabitha walking out. It was, I felt bad. I felt so bad. <laughs> but I said, it's not, it's not in line with what you're talking about, but that's Did you, it's, it's, like her it's, mom called me. And hey, it, hey, it, hey, no, no. I'm going to tell you what that is. That was Tab big eggplant energy. Like, yeah, that was her, yeah. <laughs> See, oh, you wanna, going, you going with. Accuse her, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. And you just, you just happened to forget. How 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 much time did you have between figuring out you were going with Tab and the movie? This is the same day, bro. You talking about twenty plus years ago? Uh, I'm just saying, bro. You had time. The same thing. I think it was the same day, though, because like I didn't think that she would want to go, and like she hit me up and was like, "What are you doing today?" I'm like, hey, "I'm going to the movies." Oh, I'm coming too. Boom. So you know, I had to make a business decision. It out. Yeah, you know. Worked out, and that person, playing that, that person is is happily married as well. So everybody worked out. You know what I'm saying? So. Go give go give Tab a high five after this, bro. <laughs> big egg plant, <laughs> big egg plant energy. Name of the show. Make sure to drink. <laughs> so I'm with all you guys on like you got to match that energy. Um, I'm not going to like fight or feel disrespected. If anything, especially if he stays, I'll send that brother a drink. Let them know. Appreciate it. Whatever I'm drinking. <laughs> you know, like, hey, send that brother a drink. 
because I don't get offended. Like it's it's everybody has choices. So she's gonna leave with him, or she's gonna be all uh, in her. It for one, it makes her feel good. And so, if she's with me, that means that makes me feel good. Like you're you're hitting on the lady I'm with. I, I always feel like whoever I'm with, people should want. I expect mm-hmm. to walk to the bathroom and you to shoot your shot. Because if I'm the only person in that place wanting that woman, either I'm in the wrong place or I'm with the wrong woman. That's how that's just way, 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 so, way. So way. the phone number part doesn't bother you? Like Rosie said, he wouldn't care if it was his wife. Him leaving the phone number wouldn't bother you either? No. No, no because it leads me to my story. So I'm not going to say on, there was a particular uh, okay happened more than once. So I used to have what I when I was feeling myself, if I was feeling good that day, I had my um, I like your lady speech. So I would literally approach a guy who's out with a girl and it's like, excuse me, sir, I don't I don't really mean to be disrespectful, but I just want to let you know I like your lady. And depending on how he reacted or her reaction, if you saw Buff's face, <laughs> like if he got super aggressive, like I'm not just saying I feel like, you know, I would I would if I could because she got the compliment, she's going to take it how she wants to take it. I really don't care how he took it. But it would either turn to, oh, this is my home where we all kicking it. Bam, I'm in there. Or what do you what do you mean? I'm like, then I would go my, you know what? I feel like a lot of our black women don't get enough compliments on a regular basis. So I just noticed her and there's a certain energy she has about herself that I just wanted you to know that I appreciated that she had. And I feel like you should appreciate it, too. And. Yeah, it worked. Because um, it. It, it a lot because a couple of times it would just be out because you got to think I got a, a lot of female friends so I could just be hanging out with my friends and it just you know it wasn't it if was a guy, it wasn't if much. a guy came if a guy came to you and said that yeah. you're like oh no that's my whole girl like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so I'm a, like they you know I got I got some um attractive friends so I it was kind of you just approached me like that but maybe I was giving off friend vibes or she was giving him the EYE but. Especially if I got EYE. If I saw her looking at me, I got to approach you. I felt like I got to. But she had to be worth it, though, because she had to be worth it. Because I've seen some guys get really upset about it. But it's just like, hold on, brother. I mean, there's no reason to get upset. I mean, it's not like I'm trying to hit on your lady. I was just saying I feel like black women in the world we live in aren't getting enough. Comp- and and she's just kind of looking at him like, yeah, we don't get enough of compl- I mean, compliments. And... Uh, but it wasn't really for the compliments. I was shooting my shot. It was just another way. But you know, I was a told with my whole approach. So, have you ever been with me when I've done that, Razzy? I have. I have. I've seen it, and I've seen it work. That's that's why I'm laughing because I've I've yeah. seen it work. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I really can't get mad because I literally just walk up to you and like, you know, I like your lady. I just kind of, and it's a slow pause. Who he who speaks first loses. So, just kind of see how he reacts. You know, I'm not gonna say it worked every time, but it worked more times than you would think. So, uh, I guess that a, was ass. Well, you were a large group of uh, people. No. no, you ran the risk again. That fade ran on you. Yeah, but man, <laughs> it is what it, it is. What Byron is still sitting there trying to. Yeah, that's fade worthy. Digest. That's fade worthy. Yeah, that's digest. You know, 
But and and Ferg was is, the man in Tallahassee too. That, that that's a little bit of it too. I'm not saying all that. I'm just saying <laughs> it, it, it. It's all about your approach because you pause and you sit there. I'm not sitting there like because I you know I kind of I dressed apart. I was a respectable type person. So you know I'm just coming there. You know just like. So you would believe me when I say, you know, I feel like a lot of our women don't get enough compliments. And I just want to show you that I feel like you have a good one. And there's a certain energy she's putting off. Like, how can you be mad at that? Like, you might get offended a little bit. But at this point, you can't like. Like, I'm not trying to shoot it. And then I'm like, hey, I got a lady because nine times out of ten, I already had a lady. But um, (laughs) so, you know, that was my that was my that was you know I got a lady. So I'm not trying to I'm just I'm just letting you know, you know, and. It worked. So I like your lady. Okay. <laughs> Byron is still trying to <laughs> you still trying to process it? Nah, man. I mean, you know, you know, it works for you, so that's good. I mean, closed mouths don't get fed. So that what you guys got for us? Whatever man? it is. I, I'm, 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 I was a shooter. <laughs> I got you. What you got? You want to go first? Bro? Uh yeah, I think I'm gonna change questions too. I I'll ask that another time. I'll ask this instead. Uh, I don't even know if you guys remember this. Several episodes ago, it was like at least maybe three or four months ago. I think it was when we had uh, Renata, Sean, and Ashanti on the show. But um, I made the, one of us made the comment on how I said marriage is overrated, and then you guys said love is overrated and I was like love is overrated and you both I think both of you guys co-signed that and then we kept moving because that wasn't like the main topic at the time but I I pinned that and I was like I definitely want to come back to that if I'm remembering correctly and both of you guys co-signed that explain to the listeners why you say love is overrated I'll, I'll start because for one love is confusing you know I think about I think about how many levels of love, you know, if you would have told me the person I was with 20 years ago that I didn't love them, I love them as much as I could love somebody at that point in time. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know how to deal with it, uh, my emotions, but that caliber of love versus the love I feel for my wife now is completely different. And I'm not even comp- that that's part of it's comparing love, um, but also love. I know people who love their wives to death. I know people who love so hard they can't, they can't, they drive themselves crazy. Love doesn't, love doesn't sustain a relationship. I think there's a, I would say there has to be more happiness and more satisfaction than love because Derrick Jackson probably loved the hell out of his wife. I know people who love their spouse so much but they're unhappy about so many situations that they find themselves miserable. A lot of people don't leave bad relationships because of love. Love is great, but it doesn't sustain. It doesn't make a relationship. It doesn't lead to happiness. If you can't be with anybody, somebody that makes you happy more times than not, if you can't find somebody who supports you because We've all seen bad relationships and nine times out of 10, the reason they're there is because they still love the person or he loves me or he or he. I mean, it used to be this. 
he does this because he loves me or I don't know how to control myself because I love you so much. I love hard. Like it's it's almost a crutch or it's almost love is blind. Love is blinding. And so I just. I mean, I rarely see people in relationships, good or bad, that don't say they love the other person. And I mean, but there's a lot of I mean, there's 50 percent of marriages in a divorce. There's people that still love each other during the divorce, after the divorce. But it just wasn't meant to be. Um, They got in bad situations because of that. So. Hopefully that answered your question. And for me. Kind of the, the same. I feel like. Love. When you talk about love in a relationship is overrated. Like, you know, it, it's because people put too much weight on love and not enough weight on everything else that needs to go into a relationship. Love is just the start of it. Love is like the, the base of it. Um, and, and truthfully, I, I think we talked about that a little bit. Some relationships aren't even based on love. Like some, some marriages, like, you know, when you talk about marriages that have been arranged and things like that, it's not based on love. It's based on the arrangement. And then the love is kind of layered on top, hopefully. Uh, so, you know, it, it's, it doesn't even necessarily have to be the base of your relationship. Um, and so, so many people try to marry for love these days, but then they go and they fall in love with this person. Like first said, it's blind. You fall in love with somebody, but they aren't a good match for you. They aren't a good fit. You guys love until the rubber hits the road and one of y'all lose a job and now the money ain't right anymore. Finances ain't right. Now y'all, y'all, that love can't carry y'all through that. Or, um, you know, y'all love until um, the, the in-laws, uh, something happens with the in-laws and, and the mother-in-law got to move in the house. Now that love ain't fixing that. Like if you can't communicate, if you can't do the other things that you need to do in a relationship, then that love isn't going to carry you and it's not going to sustain that relationship. So that's why I feel like it's overrated just because it's not going to do enough. It's not going to be enough to make a successful relationship. But so many people lean on that and say, I'm in this relationship strictly because of that. Like first said, I'll stay in this relationship because we're in love. Uh, when, you know, he going upside your head or even if it's a generally okay relationship, but you're just not, not happy. Like you're bored, you don't, you, you don't enjoy the time with them. Y'all are just kind of going through the motions, but you still love them, right? Uh, so you can be, you can love somebody and not be in love with somebody. And because it's so confusing, you don't know where it is. You don't know if you're really in love with them versus just loving them or whatever. So it's it's too complex to be like, oh yeah, that's the end all be all of a relationship. And so every time I think about it, when I think about when I first started formulating this this thought process on love, it goes back to boomerang. And he goes, love should have brought you home last night. Love didn't. He was still trying to figure out who he was in love with. He had some insecurities. He had some emotional issues he didn't know how to deal with. Like there was other things going on. Did he love her? Yeah. How much? He didn't know. Was he still in love with uh, Jackie? Was that her name? Mm -hmm. Robin Gibbons character? He didn't know. Love was confusing. But love should have brought you home last night. No. Commitment, self-control, understanding, valuing the person, valuing the situation you're in brings you home. Because people, people cheat all the people cheat all the time in love. So, you know, that I always think go back to that, like love should have brought you home last night, but why didn't it? 
because there was other things that were missing or you weren't certain of when she broke up with him. She was still in love with him. So I'm off my high horse. My bad. So, so obviously I disagree with you guys. And here's why. So I always say marriage is overrated because anybody can do it. Like it not only can anybody do it, there's no qualification whatsoever. Like you can literally go meet someone in Vegas and get married that same day. Uh, Ex-felons can get married. Ex-felons can't even vote, but they can they can they can get married. Anybody can get married. That's why it's overrated. I, I don't think love is overrated because it's essential. I think food, water, sex, sleep, love. And while anybody can get married, anybody can't be loved or, or anybody can't doesn't always experience love. And we see it all the time when the, that little white kid in California that shot up uh, one of the colleges because he didn't feel love. He, he never been in a relationship where a girl loved him. We see people all the time that do dangerous things when they feel like they've never been loved in life. I think when you guys say love is overrated, you're saying it as though it's supposed to be this uh, catch-all, be-all in a relationship and that it'll save everything. No, it's not that powerful. Yes, you can be, love someone in the relationship still not work. Love isn't necessarily going to save your relationship. And when you say sometimes people stay in a relationship because of love, I reject that. I think a lot of times people stay in a relationship because of just strictly they're used to it or they got kids or they're scared. Like Rosie mentioned, the girl getting beat upside the head. That ain't because of love. That's because she's she's afraid of leaving him. She may have tried leaving him a couple of times and he beat her ass even worse. So I don't think you can call something that important love. It's not perfect. Now, if you guys are looking for it to be perfect and save every relationship, then yeah, no, it's not perfect. And I think Ferg mentioned sometimes you can love someone too much. You can do anything like sugar tastes great, but too much, too much of but obviously diabetes. Sex is great, but there's a such thing as too much sex, believe it or not. There's always a such thing as too much of something. So that doesn't make it overrated. That just means it's unhealthy. But love definitely to me isn't overrated because people search for it. You can have a billion dollars. But if you don't have anybody that loves you or that you love you're going to be empty. And we hear people talk about that time and time again. So can love save any and everything in a relationship? No. But is it a necessity? And is it is it a necessity? Yes. Is it overrated? I got to reject that. Yeah. So so I again, you guys know I love nuance, right? I that, And that's really why I said uh, in the aspect of a relationship, I, I think when I was saying love is overrated, I was talking in the context of relationships, like saying so that love is that. So, but well, I, I, I was talking like when I took what you were saying as just love as a base being essential, like you, you, you need to have be loved. Um, not necessarily in a relationship though. Like you, you can be loved. Like there are people who go through life and never really be in a, a relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend relationship. Uh, and still feel love. They 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 have friends to feel that. They have family that feels that. No, and, no, and no, no, no. No, that's what I meant. You need someone that you are intimately loved by and that you love. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'll play that game. Um, so 
Byron, your situation might be a little different because you happen to marry your high school sweetheart. But you know how many people have been in a relationship? Everybody can get married. You know, hey, it was a big thing when gays get married. So everybody can get married now, officially. I've been married once. How many times have I, quote unquote, been in love? Like people, people yeah, everybody can get married, but people f- find love all over the place. People don't get married and still have love. Like it's love does not necessarily equate a happy relationship. I think people it does lo- like the I- idea of being in love as the basis of that relationship. Yes, everybody needs love. Love is love is a, a, I feel like like you said it's a it's something that's needed by all. Like we have young kids who need love. Our, I feel great. I feel good about how our kids are going to grow up because there's a certain amount of love in that household, a certain amount of love in their environment, which hopefully makes them better, uh, better equipped to love when they start dating. But yeah, marriage is 50 percent of marriages in a divorce. But how many relationships break up? You know, more. there's more relationships that based on love than marriages. Yeah. But again, that's asking love to be perfect and to hold every relationship together. I'm just saying what I'm saying is I think people put too much emphasis on the aspect of love in itself in the relationship. They they hold on to the relationship because of love. And it's not like you double talking. Now, how can you say people put too much emphasis on it, but then say relationships fail all the time, even though they have love and they break up because they think love is the thing that's going to carry the relationship. They put a lot of emphasis on love, thinking like, I love this guy, so it's going to work. I feel like every serious relationship I've been in. I, I, but they wind up breaking up even though they love one another. So yeah. that's not putting too much emphasis on love. But they're not putting too Hence much love emphasis is on it because, because they have the love, but they're still willing to walk away from the relationship. So they're not putting too much emphasis on it. It's because it's because it's missing something else. That's what that's what we're saying. Yeah. Is that yeah. It's, it's missing those other things. For the relationship, and, so and, and, and it, love isn't going to that, feel everything. The context, exactly, it's it's not, and, and but it's still needed. It it definitely it, it's, is. It's definitely needed, is but it's needed not. It's as, not. As a, so how can something that's needed be overrated? Because, because what, the reason what we're saying is people put people put too much emphasis on just that part in the relationship. That's what, so, what we're saying by the overrated part. It's like if I only concentrate on the love part and don't concentrate on any of the other stuff. Some people feel like their relationship can thrive just off that love part, and it can't. That's what we're saying, and that, that's what the overrated part is, 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 is if you think that, that I can just love this person hard and I, I don't change my ways if you know they need me to, if I don't do things that they need me to, if I can't communicate, but I love hard but I don't love in the right way. I don't, I don't use their love language, you know, those types of things. Like if you're not doing the other stuff that a relationships need, that love isn't going to carry it through. And that's, and if, so you, you as a person have to look beyond just love. And, and, so, and that's why that, that's the whole part about being, it being overrated is you can't just say, Oh, love. And I'm good. Okay. So one more thing. So couldn't that be said about any aspect of a relationship? Like yeah yeah you but can't the thing just, about it is, yeah. so the first thing the first thing they're gonna bring up in a relationship is love. Like I want what do you want in a woman? I want someone who's gonna love me. I want like that's the first thing they think about, and it's gonna be yes, I but don't they think so. Okay. I don't think that's what they say. <laughs> Go ahead. But when have you heard somebody say if you ask? I feel like if you ask a hundred people in a relationship, what's needed? 
I don't think there might be those outliers that like get on Family Feud and have that one percent of shit. <laughs> but everybody's gonna mention love, and that's a, one of the first things they look for in a relationship. And it, it, it's it's just not enough because when I was in eighth, ninth, tenth grade, I loved who I was with. That's all I knew how to do, and it was nowhere near enough because I wasn't equipped enough. I wasn't secure enough in who I was, but I loved who I, who I was with. I don't even remember who I was dating in eighth grade. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I loved them. Tavares and da-da-da, together forever, you know, like, you know, we love. Um, I don't think, I think love is important. I think people think love is going to carry them through, and they're not willing to say, I need somebody who's going to love me, respect me, uh, help me grow. Like, there's other things, but it's like, everybody always defaults to love. And there's moments um, where you might not love that person the same way you did two days ago. You know, is love going to be enough to make you come home and not cheat on your wife? Is love going to be enough to make you do uh, treat your husband with respect? Are those things going to happen because of love? Now, marriage, marriage is in itself. I think a lot of marriages fail because people just depend. I will say this, and I always say this. I've dodged bullets because they're my last relationship or two were people I, I felt like I really loved and as loved as much as I could at that point in time. And I could have easily got married because I thought the way I felt about them, the way I loved them was enough to, you know, we got our issues, but we'll get through all that. You know what I'm saying? And I, I can honestly say if I would have married any one of those chicks, I would not be who I am today. I definitely would have cheated. No questions asked because I wasn't equipped not to um we probably would be divorced separated or something like they would have all failed because i was depending on love and the way i felt about them and the way they felt about me to be enough to make me to make to make it happen so but i know you're not going to agree with us i just wanted to get that off i, I, off I think i think we're speaking from places of privilege because we've all been loved and have love but for the people that never meet anybody that they love or get loved by, I think the answer is different. But that's all I got. I, I, I will agree with you, Byron, that it's, it's essential and people need love. I don't think that oh. is in question at all. From I was, and I agree. I agree with you harder. People need love. Love. I'm not saying love is not a necessity in a relationship. Um, even in Rise's pre-arranged marriages, they always the the hope is that they can grow to love each other. You know? So I feel like everybody needs love. It's definitely essential. I just don't feel like it's um it's I think people look for it too much to be the solution to the rest of the problems in the relationship. So Yeah, I I don't think it's as important in a relationship as people make it. That that's that is my my thing. I, I, I decouple those. And I think that's the, that's where we're disagreeing and, and it's fine that we disagree, but I think that's really where it is, is, is you're, you're making it essential to a relationship. And I, I decouple them and think that you can find that love somewhere else uh, and be in the relationship. I'm not saying that it's without love, but it doesn't have to be the super in love starry eyed thing that we imagine uh, when we're, when we're growing up. Yeah, those are two different extremes. There's an in-between. Agreed. Rizzy, what you got for us? I love you, Buff, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> love you, brothers, too. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, Rise, what you got for us? Man, so I wanted to talk about fragile masculinity and and guys who feel like they have to be always on as a man. Like they can never just let it go and be vulnerable, be be happy and and you know wear something that you know you might feel is I guess less masculine. Um you know, uh, say colors and things like that. Like, you know, guys wearing pink and guys wearing, you know, teal and stuff like that. And so. <laughs> Buff is laughing, by the way. He just got. <laughs> if you want to wear pink, man, just say that, dog. <laughs> I mean, I will because, you know, I'm, I'm secure in mine. But I, I wanted your guys take on guys that feel like, you know, you can't wear certain colors and certain things and and stuff like that as a guy what what is you your take on that ability to be able to to wear what you want and and what colors you want and and what fits that you want you know do i want a slim fit or a tighter fit um versus something saggier or, or whatever what what do you want to, what do you guys say to those folks do you agree or not that you know guys need to wear kind of guy things and and look more masculine um or not so are you asking more so about fashion and the way others see you or just i'm gonna do what i want to do regardless i mean I, I want because there's a lot of guys out there that feel like doesn't matter what fashion says Guys should wear one thing. Guys should wear certain colors. Guys shouldn't wear certain colors. And and so, what are your thoughts on that? Because I've, I mean, I, you know, it comes around, especially every summer, because you know people wear brighter colors in the summer and stuff like that, and you start hearing it and seeing it. So I just wanted your thoughts on it, and what what do you say to those guys that feel like you can only wear certain things as a male? I like your lady. <laughs> <laughs> You know me when it comes to fashion. I like what I like. You know, it doesn't matter. I've always been that that guy that and I'm not going to say I push the limits. I just like what I like. You know, and I'm not looking to push limits. If something if I, something looks good, I see it in a magazine. I see it, see it on somebody else. I'm like, you know what? I can rock it. That's my style. Like people literally come to me like, Ferg, I can see you wearing this. This is Ferg, this is a Ferg outfit. You know, some of it's brighter colors. Like I don't necessarily like bright colors, but I wear pink. I have pink shirts. I have pink dress shirts, collar, uh, button down t-shirts. My probably have some pink swim trunks. I don't know. I I wear. I, I'm pretty sure I have some pink or salmon um, chinos. I wear what the fuck I want to wear, when I want to wear it, how I want to wear it. And I'm cool with it. Uh, but I think if you embrace who you are, people uh, essentially or accept you for who you are. Because, I mean, let's be honest. In our group, you know, I sometimes like I remember going to I think you were with us. Was that um when we went to see Sherman in Kansas? And I forgot what I had on. It's like, man, I forgot. He almost said, like, this nigga just dressed so gay. And Brian's like, well, you know how Ferg dressed. Like, it's almost like this is just how he dressed. This is who Ferg is. Like, and I'm kind of like, yeah, but the chicks like it. Like, the chicks like who I am, like how I am. Like, I don't, I don't prescribe or subscribe to a certain way of looking. Um, part of it is because my my dad 
is a tailor. I grew up in fashion. I grew up seeing the way clothes fit. I grew up seeing him having magazines all over the wall of European fashion and European cuts and stuff like that. And then being a short, slim guy, I used to hate looking at stuff that looked bad. I would hate putting on certain suits and I like to dress up because I'm like, this is bad. I hate being in weddings for that reason. I used to hate being in these uh, freaking uh, hand-me-down tuxedos because every fit, if you're 5'8 and you do this, this everybody's supposed to fit the same. I like stuff that fits well. I like stuff that uh, accentuates uh, the good parts of me, just like anybody. And I just like what I like. And to guys who are scared, because I I guess what fragile Magdalene, to do that, if you just like, if they like what they like, if they don't like that style, I'm not saying every guy should go out and wear pink. I'm just saying, if you thought about wearing pink and you didn't wear pink because you thought somebody else was going to look at you a certain way, um, if you didn't wear a certain thing because you thought somebody was going to say something or it was going to tarnish your image. So, um, do you, if you like dressing a certain way, dress that way. If you like baggy stuff, drop, wear baggy stuff. Just accept that other people don't necessarily like the same thing you like. And we'll all be all right. Buff, what you got to say? Uh, so I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not really great at fashion, man. So uh, this isn't really the question for me, but I, I will say it took me a long time to embrace the slim fit uh, trend because, you know, at first I had the derogatory words about it, like, man, that shit look feeling the light. But um, as time has gone on and, you know, working at the Capitol, everybody are pretty much dressed in suits, man. I, I have gravitated towards it more and more to where I have a couple of slim fit suits. Uh, Charles Terry makes great uh, dress shirts. They have, not only do they have the slim fit, they got the extra slim fit and the super slim fit. And in my journey to try to lose weight, I I fit in the slim fit and now I'm fitting the extra slim fit. I'm scared to try the super slim fit right now. But I'm embracing it because like, Say for I like how it fits. I like how it looks. It looks neater. But for someone that was always teased about their weight growing up, I've always been self-conscious about my weight and it's been a lifelong struggle for me. So I I think that was one, another one of the reasons why I hesitated to embrace it because it's like go show my GUT if I'm wearing slim fit. But uh, I do I do think. Like Ferg, you have the perfect build for you. You've always been a fit, slim guy. So slim fit has always looked good on you. For cats like me, and I think Sherman was complaining about it at first when he first got out, and Erica was uh, putting him <laughs> in now the, he's Now he's yeah, it's yeah. funny. I'm just sitting there like, that's my outfit. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing. I'll probably yeah, go in my closet like right now and pull out exactly what you have on. They lose losing wearing cardigans and stuff now, man. So. Teal, teal shirts and salmon uh, chinos and... Oh, and that's another thing. Colors, I, I don't mind. Like I, like you said, I have pink dress shirts. I have pink ties. Um, so I'm not worried about the colors. It, but more or less for me, it was the fit. And it wasn't because my masculinity was fragile. It was just because my ego was fragile. I didn't want to be like, damn, nigga, you fat. I mean, you've been eating good up there, ain't you? So that's why I hesitated on yeah. embracing it. But I'm trying to... You know, I'm always in the gym and I have to watch what I eat, but I'm trying to get down to where I can embrace it even more. Yeah. And and I, I think, you know, for for it being a personal preference is very different than 
saying fur shouldn't wear it because you know it's gay or he's not he's not masculine enough because he wears slim fit that that's the 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 angle that I'm really taking on it is there's guys out there that's like you can't wear it because you know I don't approve of it as, as that guy Hold I've had guys. people I've had people challenge my masculinity they 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 dog dog you that's so gay and then what happened it was funny is years later as fashion evolved and it became more acceptable it's like bro you're stylish I think I was wearing the same thing. I hate it. I'm the opposite of you, Buff. The fact that I was very slim and there wasn't a lot of options, I hated the way things fit on me. I, I look back at pictures of me in suits. And I'm like, man, I look like I'm wearing my, my big brother's suit. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? I'm the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I got, and I, and I, matter of fact, I, was, I got I some spending... suits that I'm going to, my bad, right? I'm going to say I got some suits that I'm trying to retailer as I lose weight because I'm noticing, I'm like, damn, this fitting kind of big on me now. So, I got to go get a retailer, man. So, yeah, because, you know, when I was, you know, growing up in banking, kind of that same way, I wore a suit every day and I was going and spending, you know, a, a good grip on um, suits and they they weren't tailored like, like I thought. And so you have to go buy a suit and then you have to go take it to a tailor to actually get it tailored because you really can't buy it like that off the rack. Um, <laughs> so being slim kind of was hard for for a lot of us. So. But yeah, it, it's it's guys out there, and you asked about how old they are. I mean, they're our age, and I'm like, dude, grow up! Like, you know, it's it's one, it's not the '90s anymore. Nobody wants to see you in those super big, extra long, tall tees, and you know, like, it, it makes no sense, you know. So grow up and just understand that people's fashion choices are their choices that has nothing to do with their sexuality and and truthfully if it were, if it did have something to do with their sexuality what does it matter still so you know i i just it it irks me when i see people questioning people's sexuality calling people not a man uh because of the types of clothes they wear or the colors they wear they wear um for me it's it's wear what you want and and be a man by taking care of your 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 business you know to be a man by making sure that your family taken care of and things like that it ain't got nothing to do with what i wear and and not wear uh if i want to wear some pink or or teal it is what it is so that's all man i wanted to just kind of get that out um get you guys opinions on it and and just anybody that's listening to the guys out there that's questioning people because of that, um, just get over yourself, man. That's all I got. Yo, somebody f- with you, man. We need to go pull up. Nah, nah, y'all know I'm good. I mean, okay. like Ferg right. said, I'm wearing what I want. Um, but you know, it, it's just being on social media. You see it, and you see, you know, folks kind of doing that type of thing. And again, it's it's we have a platform to stand up for the little guy, or, or you know, the folks that wouldn't might not stand up for themselves. So yeah, we're, I, we're gonna use it. it. It's definitely more prevalent now, especially when you look at athletes, because you have a lot of athletes who are now what's funny is, well, athletes, I would say since the 90s have kind of set fashion trends. Right. Mm-hmm. And now the athletes. But it was a lot of times it was more urban. It was more hip hop. And now guys are stepping out in three piece suits, um, slim fit, something with a taper tapered leg where it's stopping at their uh, their ankles and stuff like that. They're pushing the limit, and there's a lot of you know our generation and older that just feel like that's so gay, like that's so. The, I don't necessarily agree with because it might not be my style, but it is what it is. 
I think my I, my biggest my biggest pushback, and not to say I'm perfect, is you know I don't like anybody who's eccentric. I don't I don't I don't like anybody who's just doing doing stuff just to try to oh. Uh, Rising wore a bra over his jersey last week, so I'm gonna wear a thong over mine this week. Just to sh- like it's a competition to show how eccentric you can be. If that's your their style, that's your style. It's not the bra itself. It's just the fact that I feel like there's so many people who are trying to do stuff just for attention. I don't like attention whores. Period. Um, that's always been yeah, your, Cam, your, your Cam Newtons of the world, right? Like Cam just <laughs> did stuff just to do it and it'd be over the top and not that he really wanted to kind of set a fashion trend and do something different, that type of thing. I mean, I'm assuming, I don't know, but uh, that, that's how it comes off to me. Like maybe he just well, likes, right, maybe he right. just likes pushing the boundaries of like, you know what? I like this style. I saw this kilt and I saw this, this isn't this. I'm gonna wear this with a three piece <laughs> suit. That's cool. You know, it, it, it might be cool. Then you realize there's certain things that just don't aren't cool on you. Like, yeah, that's cool. This is just, just not my style. It won't look cool on me. But that's my goal. My goal is babe, all my sisters to be uh, bespoke. I want my own personal. Uh, I want my clothes all personally made. That's custom. That's 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 when I know I made it. When my when more than half my closet is custom fit. What else we got, fellas? This was a very uh, this show had variety. Like we went from fashion to love to big penis energy. Like <laughs> we got something for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I but truthfully, I I think it's a good theme of big penis energy. Like thinking about like it's 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 manhood. It's standing on your manhood. It's yeah. it's saying you know I'm gonna wear what I want and I'm gonna pull your lady at the same time. Like you know that 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 is that's that eggplant energy right there. But what's so crazy with the energy, the things we associate with manhood are oftentimes very childish and backwards. You know, if you're tough, people can't talk to you a certain way. You're a, I'm a grown ass man. I feel like you're a grown ass man. When I became a grown ass man, the last time I had to say I was a grown ass man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, it's I take care of my family. I'm a man of my word. There's certain things I believe and I stand by. Those are things we don't push enough. It's how many chicks can you have? You know, how do you dress? What do you make? All this other stuff that is somebody taught us. That's what we're supposed to be comparing ourselves to rather than I think a man is a good person, just a, a, a great human being that takes responsibility and oftentimes takes responsibility for his his household. You know, or those those under him. So I think it's just so crazy to me. That's the. That's the the big eggplant, egg, big eggplant energy that we need more of, rather than um, all the stuff, the superficial shit that we we associate with manhood. I can't wear a pink shirt. You got all these kids that you're not taking care of, but you ain't never wore a pink shirt, so you you all man, and nigga know not to run up on you, man. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? I digress, fellas. Let's close it on out. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm very very brief, man. Happy birthday, uh, Murder, aka Grimy Junior, aka Marquise Johnson, man. Uh, uh, happy birthday, dog. Hope you enjoyed it, man. I know you going out on a date. Hopefully, we can get together. If not this weekend, coming up soon. So enjoy your time, man, and love you, bro. Yeah, only thing I got, man. I just want to uh shout out all the uh, organ donors out there. You know, you guys do a great job. Um, it really takes guts. 
Did you know he's going to sneak that in? No. No, I was just trying to say, where did he, did something happen? Or, you know, then I, I, I you know what, Rizzi? I was going, I thought you were going a certain way. And then, no, nope, 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 nope. Oh, man. <laughs> nope. Nope, 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 nope. Hey, okay. uh, uh, what are we doing? I'll make I, a... the, see, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I didn't, I didn't want you to like try to set me up. That's see, that, that, that's the problem. It's like you, they, they got to come out naturally. That's they, they get, they're better that way. Yeah, that was, that was good. Sorry, that I was good. all off guard. <laughs> you got, you so, got, you got. Put on a more serious note. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> what? You got to get your time. You got to just, you got to pause and let it sink in. You got to mm-hmm. just let it sink. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna spread it out a little bit. <laughs> so, oh, man. but hey, on a more serious note, though, I do want to uh, again. It's one week from the last mass shooting, but um, we did want to uh, at least mention the Boulder, Colorado public shooting. Well, and it's one of those things, man. It, it's it's just tiring having to mention it every week. There's another one and and, and something else. So I know there's a whole lot of talk right now in Congress about uh, gun control and, and banning ARs and things like that. So uh, ARs have skyrocketed when it comes to prices. Uh, so if you were looking to get one, uh, I don't know. You might want to go ahead and get one now if you really just feel like getting one, because I, I don't know how uh, serious the, the Democrats are about this. But um, it's, a, it's a lot of traction gaining uh, with, um, you know, a weapons ban, assault weapons ban. But. Even with that, man, it's we have to have a, a serious conversation about it. And I, I think the NRA has really gotten everybody by the balls, man, when it comes to even having a conversation about gun violence and studying it and being able to have, um, you know, real change when it comes to it. But we got to do something, man. I mean, I'm, I'm sick and tired of, of having to mention these every every time we turn around. And so speaking of the, speaking of the NRA, they took an L. Um, Circuit Court ruled that open carry is not constitutional. So as of right now, I'm pretty sure people are disobeying it, but they ruled that you can't open carry. Yeah, yeah, that's all crazy. So let's go down the politic role for a sec. So Georgia. Oh, Georgia. They give it and then they take it away. (laughs) (laughs) And then kick you in your (laughs) like it's just Oh, them niggas ain't gonna do that no more. Right, right. And they did that it, <laughs> quick, like, yeah, quick. A day, everything went through in one day. They're trying to do something similar in Michigan and Arizona, so keep your eyes open. Oh, it's gonna happen. It's not gonna try. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Republic, Republicans don't play, play. It's about the end game. They don't care who's mad. You're mad, but, but it's passed. But further, why are they doing all that when your vote doesn't even count? All right. Uh, <laughs> I want to shout out some podcasts real quick. So recently, uh, the Bruzz Bookshelf had an episode from March 9th. I don't know if you guys uh, got to listen to this. It was from, I'm making sure I say this right. Uh, from They read a book from Black Lives Matter to Black Liberations Capitalism. Really good episode. Really dope. Um, please check out the Bruzz Bookshelf. One of my favorite podcasts to listen to. And another one I want to put you guys on. It's some uh, of my uh, classmates from FAMU. W-A-D-R with all due respect. They have a pretty good following. Go check them out. They're actually pretty funny. 
um, on the show as well as the as their thread. So check them out, and maybe I'll get one of them on the show because they're pretty funny as well. So I think that's all I got, fellas. Three brothers, no sense. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, donate, and listen again. <laughs>